What's going on guys? Welcome to another episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Loot Gaming, the show where we talk about gaming news. My name's Seth, and a couple quick reminders to download and play. Call of Duty World War II and Star Wars Battlefront 2 both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month for Plus Club. Let us know what we thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them and our game of the month randomly picked, or no, not randomly picked, picked by Chris. He, he definitely picked that on purpose, uh, is Divinity Original Sin 2. Make sure to download that, play that, come back. At the end of this month as well, we'll have a lengthy conversation on that game, I'm sure. Uh, and yeah, make sure to type in hashtag STLG on your comment if you'd like your comment to be considered to be replied to by us on TasteCast. Every TasteCast, we have a segment where we reply to you guys' comments. So if you'd like your comment to be replied to, type in hashtag AskTLG to be considered for that. Otherwise, we pick at random. We have a Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time, or on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. We have a Patreon link down below as well uh, if you'd like to support the channel further than uh, commenting, sharing, liking, and watching the video, which we appreciate all of it. And uh, anything going into that goes right back into the channel. So, Tasty Tuesday. I actually have a couple things to talk about, which is really nice. This is like the first time in a while that I've had uh, options and news. Uh, we did Tasty Cast recently. And uh, I had plenty of things to pull from, and this week I have plenty of things to pull from. In fact, there's been so many things that have come out this week that we might do some reactions this week to a couple of the uh, game shows that have uh, come out um, in the last couple of days. Because it's, it's, I mean, E3 was supposed to happen, so it seems like everybody was kind of mentally scheduled for that to happen, and uh, they're ready to just kind of release all that shit now and they did that so a lot of things to catch up on and then last of us 2 comes out this week holy shit it's gonna be a busy week all right uh so yeah two bits of news let's just jump into it first bit of news is a little bit of resident evil 8 news what it is essentially is um resident evil 8 for ps4 um and xbox has been canceled uh due to development problems uh report uh it says as the dust settles following its reveal at Sony's much-anticipated PS5 event, Resident Evil 8 is the game on many folks' lips, what with its cerebral trailer and cliffhanger ending. Of course, much of what was shown was not exactly unexpected, as we've had numerous leaks the past few months that have pointed us in the direction of 2021 release, Snowy Terrain, Werewolves, and Witches. Though much of these leaks have hit the nail on the head, one such part that's turned out to be false is that the game is cross-generation between that of both PS4 and PS5. Noted horror insider Dusk Gollum has taken good old Dusk Gollum and, and their fucking their uh, info has taken a Twitter or taken Twitter to offer some context as to why plans seem to have changed at Capcom with regards to Resident Evil 8's development. Uh, on Twitter, they said. Okay, I got some clarification on why they made RE8 next-gen only when it was cross-gen previously. With the updated graphic fidelity overhaul they're doing still in progress, the way RE8 was designed uh, led to past-gen consoles having a lot of pop-in long texture loads. Load times because the game has you traveling through most of the village and had a lot of load zones because there's a bigger focus on exploration. This would lead to the last gen console versions having notable issues and it was holding back how pretty they could make certain scenes. So they decided to drop the last gen versions of the game to make it so the game had no loading at all. No limited not limited by last-gen hardware, and push the graphic overhaul further without the limitations of last-gen tech in mind. 
Continuing the article, they say, what also gives credence to this disparity in graphical quality in parts of the trailer, most notably in how some of the characters look, Twitter user Jaw Muncher has posted a comparison here with le which lends weight to the idea. And those pictures are right here, which we have uh, this picture, which was in the trailer, and so is this picture. And you can tell just by looking at them, they are very different looking. Now, you could maybe say that this is a CG um, cinematic, maybe, um, and this might be in-game, but they both look like they're within engine. They both look like they're part of the game. Um, this just looks like it has a lot more... Um, uh, it, it looks better rendered specifically when you're looking at the softness of the shadows. Um and it overall just looks much better graphically. Whereas when you look at this one, it does seem to be a lesser version. And not just lesser, like, it just doesn't look as good, but like, if you look at the hair, it looks kind of um, a little more pixelated. It looks like, uh, you know, there's less anti-aliasing going on here. It looks like the lighting and the shadowing on the faces is way less. It's It looks like someone turned down the graphics on a, on a PC game. Um, so I do think that this might be uh, you know, a valid um, point of view from this person who posts these two pictures. So they might be onto something. Uh, yeah, so though it's frustrating for many gamers that Resident Evil 8 won't ship on older systems, it's nice to know that Capcom isn't going to be hamstrung with inferior hardware and we can expect its latest Resident Evil game to look positively gorgeous. Um, yeah, so all in all, it sounds like that they have... Uh, given up on putting this out on current gen consoles and that they want to just focus on putting this out on next gen consoles overall i think um this is kind of tricky so um i'm definitely going to be picking up the next gen consoles as soon as i can um and i know not everybody's going to be able to do that and that's completely understandable everybody's you know got their own things going on so it makes sense why you know some people might you know want to wait on picking them up might have to wait on picking them up um so to hear first off that this is not coming out to current gen um might suck and i and i understand that um i personally like that they are putting emphasis on making this a next gen game um just because i think the overall end result will be better i think you're going to get a better game if they don't try and do a little bit here and a little bit there that meaning you know making it work on last gen or current gen technically um and while that experience being maybe lesser than what it could be on the next gen uh only to let you have access to it specifically if it affects frame rate load times gameplay which is important now if the graphics just got turned down to a point where it didn't look as good i get that but i feel like they'd have to turn down significantly to the point where when you're playing it it would be way too noticeable you'd be playing and going like oof this looks fucking awful um but again if it if it affects load times if you're getting frame rate drops if it's just not running well in there you you can't release that people will not be happy with it um so I feel like it's just better for everyone whenever you can get access to this game um, to play it on something that is capable of playing it the way it's intended to be played. Um, and that's pretty much my stance on it. And again, I'm so excited for the next gen of consoles, of graphics, um, of games. And so if Resident Evil 8, which looked amazing in the trailer, a lot of the stuff in that trailer was fucking incredible looking. Um, if... If that's what's going to look like, I want that experience. So, 
um, I want I want the full uh, realized experience of what they're working on. And so if that's the way you're going to get it, that's the way you're going to get it. And I, I completely support that. Um, I want something new. I want something exciting. I want Capcom to go all out when it comes to what they can do, um, you know, with graphics, with gameplay, and uh, really utilize the power of these new consoles. And so I'm, I'm on board with it. But I do understand where there is going to be reservations on some people who are not going to be able to access this game as early as they'd like to. Resident Evil is not a small franchise. It's, it's very popular. So there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be kind of left behind on this for a little bit. Um, you know, I can assume this is going to come out on PC. And uh, I'm sure maybe you're sitting around, you got a pretty decent PC, but you're not going to be able to afford the new consoles right away, or you're not going to want to. You'll have that option of playing on PC, I'm sure. So, unless I'm wrong, but um, but I feel like that'll be a thing. So, there will be options there, but it just seems that you're not playing this on PS4, you're not playing this on, on Xbox One. Um, so, and yeah, that sucks. But again, I support them. I think it's a good idea. I don't like when people... Um, do bare minimum shit to try and make it work to get more money. Like it just seems like it would be a lesser experience for people, and uh, just to make sure that they can get those sales on console, or maybe even just make sure people have access to the game. But to access a lesser version of the game would just be, would just really take away from the experience. So this is a game that I feel like you're gonna want to experience at the at the highest fidelity, um, and that's the way I'm gonna want to experience it for sure. So I don't want to play a lesser version of the game. So, um, but all in all, um, I'm excited. For Resident Evil 8, I thought it looked incredible graphically, and uh, this only tells me that uh, they're taking it very serious on um, the quality and how important that is to them uh, when releasing this game. But let me know in the comments, what do you guys think about Resident Evil 8 not being uh, released on PS4 and Xbox? We think about it um, being originally announced as a cross-generational game and being canceled. I didn't really touch on that too much. I don't care. I don't care. I just want the game to be good. So... Um, however they decide to release it as long as i get to play it i don't care but let me know what you think about that and are you excited for resident evil 8 or are you not excited for resident evil 8 and um are you going to try and play it on pc play it on ps5 uh, xbox series x let me know everything everything you're thinking about in the comments below next bit of news is a bit of star wars news uh i'm sure you guys have heard already but there is a new star wars game that got leaked for a split second and then got announced because that's how shit works nowadays um that being Star Wars Squadrons, which is going to which is going to turn players into starship pilots uh, via Polygon, uh, control a squadron and fight for the New Republic or the Galactic Empire. Um, there's not a lot of info on this game, but there's going to be a reveal very soon, and uh, it says Star Wars Squadrons is the next game to take place in the Star Wars universe, focusing on starship piloting. Electronic Arts Motive Studios and Lucas Film announced Monday. The game takes place during the decline of the Empire after Star Wars: Return of the Jedi. It features five v five multiplayer squadron dogfights while also sporting a single-player story mode. That's cool. Uh, you'll be able to customize the two pilots you play as in the story, one from the New Republic's Vanguard Squadron, the other from the Galactic Empire's Titan Squadron. While the story will feature original characters, there will be cameos from other Star Wars characters throughout the game, according to the news release. We created this game for every Star Wars fan who has ever dreamt about soaring across the galaxy in their favorite starfighter. Ian Frazier, creative director, Motive Studios, said in a statement, it will show more of the game during EA Play, which is scheduled for June 18th, so in a couple days. The stream will re or was originally slated for broadcast last week, but was delayed following worldwide protests that everyone is aware of right now. Um, 
yeah, so before I talk about my thoughts on this, there is a trailer that I'm going to watch. I have not seen this yet of the game. I do believe it's just in-engine, though. I don't think it's gameplay, but we'll watch it and we'll find out. All right, three, two, one, go. Game engine footage, but that doesn't, that doesn't really mean much. Imagine chasing after someone and going, think you, think you can escape? And then die like instantly after. Or at least fuck up. Yeah, he's not dead. How are you gonna fuck up that bad though? We do not accept defeat. I mean he does. Remember why we fly. For hope. For the new republic. Vengeance will be ours. That's a pretty good shot. Oh, I'd say perfect. One squadron. The galaxy's finest. It's a pretty cool shot. That's the trailer for that, real quick. Who's Motive again? Motive Studios, because I'm not familiar. I mean, I, I recognize the name, but I don't know what they've made. Uh, Battlefront 2 and Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, in collaboration with Dice and Criterion. Okay, so they've worked on Star Wars already, which is interesting, and we will be talking about Star Wars Battlefront 2 at the end of this month. Um, all in all, I think the trailer was decent. Um, it looked good. Um, it got the concept of, of fighting each other in space there. I mean, like, it, it pretty much what you'd expect. It was a decent trailer. It wasn't anything that got me super pumped. Um, there's a couple cool shots in there that I, that I thought were pretty cool looking. Um, but, uh, yeah, it didn't do much. So this is a game that I'm definitely going to have to see gameplay of if I, if I want to get excited for it. Uh, but on paper, um, it sounds cool to me. I, honestly, I'm kind of surprised that they have the balls to make just a, um, a starfighter dogfight game. Um, that's kind of an old school um, genre that people don't really do anymore. So to see EA, which pretty much has the rights to all Star Wars stuff, uh, do this is pretty cool. Um, that's a 5v5 multiplayer game. Uh, it's pretty cool as well. That's going to have a story mode. Um, single player mode is also really cool to hear as well. Um, just because I wasn't expecting that when I heard about the 5v5 uh, aspect of it. Um, so it'll be cool to get a story game where you're flying around shooting shit in space. 
Um, I'm actually pretty excited for that. But the 5v5, like I said, I'm going to have to see gameplay because um, my thought process on this is that it's EA, it's Star Wars. So EA is a giant AAA developer. Star Wars is arguably the biggest or one of the biggest franchises on the planet, uh, brands that exist. And uh, so all this screams to me is accessibility, um, which is fine. I, I think everybody should be able to play you know, games and enjoy them, but I'm thinking about the gameplay without seeing it, and I'm wondering how casual it's going to be. If it's going to have deep mechanics, um, uh, satisfying feeling, uh, flight in-game, um, combat that, that might feel visceral, or if this is going to be kind of a basic, you know, use your left stick to kind of fly how you would uh i don't know in a simple way that 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 isn't utilizing pitch and yaw and all that kind of stuff there's there's a couple flight games out there that that are kind of basic feeling a couple free to play ones that came out um that i've tried that that feel like they're just kind of easy to play which is fine like everybody should be able to play and enjoy it but um i do enjoy games like ace combat where it does feel a little more um, like you got to pay attention to the physics of flight um, and and really utilize it to be better um, than other people in, in combat. So <clears throat> all that said, I, I know it's kind of a fucking fucked up way of trying to explain that. If it's too, if it's too basic, if it's too easy to play and there's not much to the gameplay, it's going to be really hard for me to get into this. But the prospect of it is very interesting to me. I like the idea of uh, of the Republic versus the Empire uh, having these different teams. Hopefully there's some game modes. I'm sure there will be. Um, I'm not sure of what they will be, but um, hopefully there's you know different ways to play this game. Hopefully there's unlockable stuff that's interesting enough. It'd be cool to be able to customize uh, your ship. It looks like in this picture we see multiple different ships, A-Wing, X-Wing, um, all, the, all the usual shit. Um, it'd be cool to be able to paint these the way you want, have, you know... Um, custom loadouts um maybe customize your character i don't know what they're planning on doing but hopefully there's there's something to keep you playing there otherwise this feels like a game that could possibly be pretty temporary something that comes out people play a little bit maybe it garners some kind of um strong cult following but uh you know or maybe it comes out and it's really fucking good i don't know it's been so long since a game like this has been made by a triple a developer that i i just can't really fathom uh, what they're planning on doing with this. Specifically with how quickly they're uh, accidentally leaking the game, then announcing the game, and getting ready to show the game in shotgun succession, it almost feels like this game is probably going to be a smaller game, but I don't know. Um, I have no way of knowing. These are just obviously thoughts of mine. Um, but yeah, overall, it's 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 cool sounding. Um, I am interested in it for sure. I mean, this this is something this is something new and different. It's not it's not a fucking uh, Western RPG, action RPG. It's not a JRPG. It's not an FPS. It's not uh, a MOBA or a fucking battle royal game. Uh, it's 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 a fucking um, flight combat uh, game. It's it's a dogfight game, and that's not something that I was expecting. Uh, one of my one of uh, the things they added to. Battlefield 1 uh, that I really liked was the dogfight mode. I thought it was really fucking neat. That was also EA. Obviously different people. Um, so uh, I know 
you know, they've they've tested the waters before in other games when it comes to EA, um, and uh, I feel like they could probably execute a pretty cool fucking game. And they definitely got the money and the time and the developers to make something really fucking cool. So I hope they can do that. And uh, yeah, I, I mean, we'll see what happens. We got two days to figure this out. Um, well, two days to figure it out like it's a fucking Scooby Doo mystery. We'll fi we'll find out in two days uh, if this game is gonna be worth. Uh, keeping an eye on or not, but let me know in the comments. What do you guys think about Star Wars Squadrons? Are you excited for it? Are you not excited for it? Uh, what do you think about the 5v5 multiplayer? Uh, what do you think about the single-player story? Uh, missions, it'd be cool if there's co-op like you have like a, a Squadron in the story. That'd be really fucking neat um, Are you excited for this? Are you not excited for this? Are you apprehensive on it? Um, are you waiting to see what this game is gonna look like? What do you want from this game? Uh, do you want customization, kind of like what I was saying? Is there other features maybe you're looking for? What's some gameplay modes you'd be interested in? I think a couple easy ones would obviously be some kind of deathmatch mode, team deathmatch mode, some kind of capture a point mode like domination, which would be kind of neat. Um, I'm not exactly sure how you do that in a flight game, but I think it'd be pretty easy. I can think of a couple ways to do it. It'd be cool. It'd be cool if there was some modes where you had to destroy the other teams, uh, like you know, giant fucking ship. Uh, maybe have to fly into it like Luke and fucking A New Hope. Um, and that'd be cool. Somebody has to defend. Somebody has to, you know, attack. Or maybe have two ships. They have to attack each other's ships. I don't know. That sounds a little complicated for 5v5. But uh, we'll see. Let me know everything you're thinking about uh, Star Wars Squadrons in the comments below. But that's going to do it for this episode of Tasty Tuesday on Tasty Luke Gaming. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoy this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok at Tasty Loot Gaming. Check out my streams. Links down below as well. Uh, we have a Discord link down below as well. You can talk to us anytime, all time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. My name is Seth. And until the next episode, which might be something this week. Like I said, they released a lot of things. And I feel like I haven't covered even fucking... I'm just scratching the fucking tip of the iceberg here. So, um... Yeah, I might do maybe a stream. Those are always kind of fun to just watch a bunch of stuff with you guys. So stay tuned. I'll let you guys know. Specifically in the Discord, if you want to know, I will be announcing it in there for sure. Um, so make sure to join that link down below. But yeah, until the next episode, have a good week, guys, and take it easy.